waar jy ook al is, volgend, onthou die woord van die Heere, sê, sy genade varse niet met elke nieuwe dag breek. Kom uit klaagliedere van alle boeken uit, The Book of Lamentations, God's mercies fresh and new, with each new daybreak. Even on this Friday morning, 24th of November, as long as there's breath in your lungs, you're on God's wake-up list. You have an opportunity to start all over again. He is the God of the second chance. He is the God whose mercies are fresh and new with each new daybreak. I trust that you can seize these words, hold on to them, make it yours and say, Lord, you say it, I believe it, that settles it. Between now and 6.30, I'd like to invite you to come and search the scriptures with us. Going to share certain scriptures with us and some of those scriptures will be difficult to apply to your life. Simply because we live in a fallen world, a fallen society. We live in a day and age where the Bible speaks of in the book of Timothy, in the last days, man will be lovers of themselves. Mense wat eerst die cellfone grijp om video's te neem in plaas van iemand anders te te help, so dat hierdie video's gepost kan word vir likes. En soek ons erkenning by die verkeerde mense en op die verkeerde plek. En daarom is het belangrijk dat jy die skrif gaan toets to be a discerner of the world. One of the great things that is of great concern to me at the moment is our children, our youngsters, not reading God's word, not understanding God's word. As you net kyk na die spelling van jong mense dees daar. En hoe hulle nie meer lees nie, hoe hulle rechtuit vir jou sê, ek hou nie van lees nie, ek, ek lees nie boeken nie. Life is happening fast. En hoe min jong mense rechtig die woord van die Heere ken. And then they battle in life. The wheels come off and they struggle. And we struggle in all sorts of ways. We're going to tackle some of those struggles this morning. Just speak on them briefly. Iemand het gesê, dis die oorkies van die sekoe. The tip of the iceberg, so to speak, Nevertheless, we will address it this morning. Between 6.30 and 7 o'clock this morning, if you trust in God to restore family ties, shattered family ties, then you need to listen to Brumpent this morning. Speaking to Pastor Andrew Walton about restoring family ties, are you standing before the Lord God Almighty for Shattered family ties. Ek praat nie eens van die familie daar ver nie. Ek praat van in jou eie huis. When I lived down in the Eastern Cape, in Kleibega, Port Elizabeth, a elderly lady in Carriado, a little town outpost, just on the outskirts of Port Elizabeth, on the other side of Humansdorp, passed away and everybody knew she, she had children but nobody knew how to reach her children to tell them that their mother passed away 
want sy het contact met haar kinders verbreek, en haar kinders het contact met haar verbreek. Do you find yourself in a position like that? Sikkel, jy moet shattered family ties verochend, hoe gaan dit in jou huis? Kan jy hoor, ek bly stil as ek het vir jou vraag? Want is een belangrike vraag, hoe gaan dit in jou huis? Baie keer onnadenkend, sê ons goed, doen ons goed, tree ons op. Het word familiebande baie skade gedoen. Echt breek, maas en paas wat sky, een van die hoofredes op die oomlik in die wereld, hoekom familiebande versplinter uit mekaar uitspat. Financiële zwaar krijg, een van die groot redes in die wereld. Hoekom families zwaar krijg, en familiebande verbreek word, en mense nie met mekaar praat nie. Weet gesê is, die armoede by die voordeur instap, dan stap liefde by die achterdeur uit. Kan jy getuig daarvan? Are you struggling with family ties this morning? A simple yes or no, not your name, not your street address, not the province in which you're living, the country from which you're from, simply yes, and you can send it through to 082-657-2729, A simple yes. Maybe you want to elaborate and say, it's between me and my wife, it's between me and my son, it's between me and my daughter, it's between me and my children. Let me know, because that is what we're tackling on this Friday. You see, the whole world is carried away. I think it is Black Friday today, and everybody runs for great deals. Well, the Lord says, there's restoration for you as well. Somebody said this morning, yes, yes, I'm struggling with it. My family ties are shattered, divorced the demonic and sometimes yes we say it is the demonic but it takes two to tango it takes a family to work together to pray together to play together to stand before the throne of God and even though my whatsapp line just exploded with people that says yes Yes, I'm struggling with broken family ties. No names, no petrol. Just yes, 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 yes. Listen, number one, you're not alone. I so wish I can take you by the arms. Ek wens ek aan jou. Hier langs my in die atelier sit. Somebody says, yes, me and my two brothers. Iemand sê, ja, ons familie, wat vernietig is because of adultery because of money and so that is what's happening and it's a reality in our world but I want to bring you hope on this Friday morning when we talk about conflict in the family and what does the word of God say about family conflict and I know it's not an encouragement to you to hear this but it's a fact Because family conflict is as old as humanity itself. Sibling rivalry. 
that existed in the very, very, very first family. And you know the story. That very first family and that culminated with, with Cain killing his brother Abel. How terrible. Can you imagine the hearts of that mother and father, Adam and Eve, about their sons killing each other? There's other examples in God's word as well. Family conflict reoccurring in the Bible. You want to you wanna talk about family conflict, Atalia. You will find this story in 2 Kings 11 and verse 1. Who killed all her children and grandchildren. You know why? So she could seize the throne. A power hunger woman. Even looking at Jesus' own mother and brothers. Who became embarrassed at his preaching. You'll find that in Mark 3.21. I can't help but think what. What went on in his mind when his own mother, his own brothers became embarrassed at his preaching? In Mark 3 and verse 21, And when his family heard it, they went out to seize him, for they were saying, He is out of his mind. Examples of family conflict. That happens when family members treat their flesh and their blood as liabilities. Instead of blessings. Listen, we need to say to one another, some family conflicts are inevitable because we live in a world of sin. Some will reject the Lord Jesus Christ. Others will accept Him as Lord. And it happens within families. Jesus, the Prince of Peace Himself, warned us of this type of family conflict. He says, do not suppose I have come to bring peace in this world. Stop. Listen to what the word of God say. Stop and listen. Do not suppose I have come to bring peace to this world. I did not come to bring peace, but a sword. For I have come to turn a man against his father, a daughter against a mother, a daughter-in-law against a mother-in-law. A man's enemies will be the members of his own household. And so all of a sudden it makes sense. Matthew 10.34 speaks about this. Micah 7 and verse 6. For the son treats the father with contempt. The daughter rises up against the mother, the daughter-in-law against the mother-in-law. A man's enemies are the, man, uh, the, the men of his own house. And so the Bible speaks of this as old as the earth itself. And we see the evidence of this everywhere, right here, right now. As you speak, I wish I could show you my WhatsApp line. Struggling families, shattered families. When one family member embraces Christ and another one rejects the way of holiness, it's happening. The result is often family conflict. Family conflict. How do we start to solve these problems? Where do we start? 
we start in God's word. We start in God's word, the key to harmony. The key to harmony in families is not one that we naturally, you and I, want to apply. And I'm going to share it with you and you choose this morning. If you want to start afresh and new on this Friday morning, 24th of November, that you can mark it down as a date on that day. From that day onwards, God started to heal my family. Because the key to harmony in families comes from the word of God in Ephesians 5 and verse 21. Are you ready for it? It says, submit to one another out of reverence for Christ. Submit to one another out of reverence for Christ. Are you willing to do that? Are you willing to apply that scripture in your life this morning? You might say, well, I, I am the head of the house. I, I demand respect. I, I demand. You see, then we're in trouble already. Ek is nog van die ou school waar daar gesê is, cowboys don't cry. Jy is a man, rak jouself recht. Die pa het nie vir die sien gesê, ek is lief jou. And there's a whole generation like that. En daarom sikkel ons met die verhouding met die levende God van hemel en aarde, want ons het die ordentelike verhoudings in ons huise gehad met ons pa, met ons ouwers, met ons maas. I want to say this to you. Submission is a direct opposition to our flesh, our desire to rule, to have our way. To have our way. We defend our rights, champion our causes, defend our opinions, assert our own agendas when possible. You know what God's way is? God's way is to crucify the flesh. And listen, that applies to your marriage this morning. That applies to how we raise our children. That applies to how we live before the Lord. And we fall a million times. How does the saying go? Death by a thousand cuts. God's way is to crucify the flesh. God's way is to submit. Galatians 5.24 that says, Those belonging to Christ Jesus have crucified the flesh with its passions and its desires. Those who belong to the Lord Jesus Christ. Do you belong to the Lord Jesus Christ? Romans 6 and 11 that says, So you also must consider yourself dead to sin and alive to God in Christ Jesus and submit to the needs and wishes of others whenever we can. And it starts in our own household. You don't always have to be right. In weet wat die Satan kom en dier die eenvoudigste goed, selfs met kerswees wat om die draai is. 
die afgelopen week weer gehoor, potentieel hoe dinge kan skeefloop. Because you've been buying the gammon for as long as you can remember for Christmas, the family meal. Now all of a sudden your sister is buying the gammon. And jy moet nou die skaaboot koop. It's a simple thing. It's a simple thing. Maar daar begin een krapperigheid in die kraag en morgen oor, morgen voor je weet, praat mense nie meer met mekaar oor eenvoudige goed nie. Ek het nie gehou van dit wat jy vir my gegeet op my verjaarsdag nie. Ek het nie gehou van dit wat jy gesê het nie. Ek het jou nooit daar gebel en toe kree jy ander oproep en jy sê vir my ek moet aanhou en ek het nooit weer van jou gehoor nie. Ek sien jy het my WhatsApp gebloedtiek maar jy kom nie terug na my toe nie. The stupidest of things we use for excuses Jesus is our model for the kind of submission to God's will. 1 Peter 2 and verse 23 says, When they hurled their insults at him, he did not retaliate. Hoe graag wil ons nie retaliate? In die bekgevechte in ons hiewelike. Wanneer ons kinders ons chirp, en wie denk jy is jy? Jy is dan die kind en ek is die pa. Wie denk jy is jy, want jy is die dochter en ek is die ma. Jesus didn't retaliate. When he suffered, he made no threats. Instead, he entrusted himself to him who judges justly. I want to say this to you. You start the battle on your knees. You start the battle on your knees in your bedroom. Vir jou wat vir oogend vir my gesê het, we have shattered a family ties. It doesn't matter what caused it. It matters that you recognize it this morning and that you turn to the Lord Jesus Christ and you start praying for them first and foremost by name. Is it your husband? Is it your wife? And yes, we live in a day and age where things can go terribly wrong and People can say, is it even possible to bring restoration to a family like this? Because family matters to God. Unresolved conflict matters to God. Wayward teens matter to God. Jealous stepchildren matter to God when the home becomes a war zone. If you turn it over to the Lord and it starts in your inner room. Dis nie sy moet eerst om verskoning vraag of hulle moet vir my om verskoning kom vraag nie. You start that battle in your bedroom on your knees. I want to say to you this. Most, most family problems could be lessened if we allow the instruction found in Philippians 2. Philippians 2 and verse 3 and 4. I know already you would say, well, Ephesians that you quoted this morning, submission to one another, Ephesians 5.21, that, that in itself is hard. Well, ask the Lord Jesus Christ to die to self. And I want to say it again, most family problems can be lessened if we follow the instruction for in, in, in Philippians 2. God's word is the blueprint for happy living. God's blueprint is the, is the answer for restoration, for healing. For starting over. Philippians 2 and verse 3 and 4 says, listen, 
I know you're going to say this is hard. Spoke to somebody the other day who struggled with family relationships, shared the scriptures, shared the word, and he said, yes, I know, but... And for most of all, for most of us, you, you, you listen to this radio broadcasting, you say, yeah, I, I struggle, you know, but... I want to say this to you, but the word of God says, do nothing from selfish ambition or conceit, but in humility count others more significant than yourselves. You want to talk about but? Here's a but for you. Do nothing from selfish ambition or conceit. Be the first one to humble yourselves. Be the first one to sit down and write that letter. A WhatsApp gaan nie die ding doen nie. Maak a coffee date, maak a afspraak, vraag nederig om verskoning. In humility count others more significant than yourself. Lest, let each of you look not only to his own interest, but also the interests of others. Begin in your eyes. Begin in your eyes. Ek weet ons val oor die speel goed in die gang, ons glijp het ek hier op die batterijen. <laughs> die kinders maak jou skrik en jy is onmiddellik kwaad. Dit gebeur. It happens. But dis die klein jakkelsies wat die familie structures kon vernietig. Do nothing out of selfish ambition or in vain conceit, rather in humility value others above yourself, starting with your wife, your husband, your son, your daughter, your mother-in-law, your father-in-law, not looking to your own interest, but each, each of you to the interest of others. Let's adopt a spirit of humility and treat others as Jesus would. Ek weet vir so baie wat volgend luister en sê, ja, het klink nou alles goed en wel, maar jy weet nou nie van my omstandighede nie. Well, God knows. God knows. And Jesus came and set us the perfect example. And if you apply Philippians 2 and verse 3 and 4, I want to say to you, it's the key that will unlock the door that will bring restoration to your family, but it starts with you. It starts with you. We can resolve many of our family and relational problems that's so rife in this country, in this world, all around us. If you want to apply it, misschien voorhand moet ons een program doen en sê, daar die vrijdag, die 24ste november, we spoke about this. Did God bring restoration for you in your family? God is the God of the family. God wants harmony in our families. And I will for often for you say, it doesn't matter how destructive, how shattered your family are at this moment. God can restore your family ties. Say it with me. Say it with me. God can restore my broken family ties. I believe that. The word says that. Lord Jesus, help me now. Help me now to apply Philippians 2 and verse 3 and 4. Not to do anything out of selfish ambition or vain conceit, 
but in humility to value my family members above my own needs, above my own interests, not looking at my own interests, but at the interests of my family members. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen and amen. And if you do that, my brother, my sister, then I want to say to you, God will restore your family. And you can truly say, we're all part of the family of God.